This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3381 for Monday the 19th of July 2021. Today's show is entitled Learning to Skate. It is hosted by Klaatu and is about 36 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is Klaatu goes for a walk and talks about learning to ride a skateboard. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Okay, this is a new series, I guess, of Hacker Public Radio chats while I'm out on a walk. I've uh, It's come to my attention, personally, that I sit around at my home a lot, and I don't get a whole lot of exercise, so I decided to start taking um, semi-regular walks, and I figured what better way to pass that time than to do a Hacker Public Radio episode. So, this is going to be unedited, it's going to be off the top of my head, and it's going to last exactly the duration of whatever my walk lasts for. So in this episode I figured I'd talk about my new hobby of skateboarding. Yes, I decided to learn how to skateboard as an adult, which is a bold move actually. I didn't really give it... I guess I gave it some thought. I, I knew I was I was aware that that was not necessarily everyone's uh, way of getting introduced to skateboarding. So, you know, I knew a lot of people in school as a kid who skateboarded. They were always uh, roughly within my realm of people I could speak to. And I've always wanted to do it, but I never had a chance as a kid. Never had a skateboard. I think I might have had like a a cheap, cheap skateboard from, like, Walmart or something. Uh, but I never knew how to ride it, and it wasn't... It, it really wasn't built to actually function, I don't think. It was, it was built to look like a skateboard, vaguely, and that was it. I remember being at a playground once as a kid, and I was trying to ride the skateboard, and some very kind other kid was trying to give me tips on on how to on how to do it and at one point I I I I must have fallen off or or stumbled off of the board and he came over to me and he was like you should uh, just try to try to figure out how to ride it before you try to do any any tricks and I was kind of embarrassed because I wasn't trying to do a trick I was literally trying to learn how to ski to stay on the board and I I must have must have looked like I was doing something very complex. Um, and that's appropriate because, uh, as it turns out... Actually, maybe I'll go this way. That's appropriate because, as it turns out, um, that was largely my experience now. So the the reason I'm, I'm getting into skateboarding, I guess, I mean, aside from just wanting to get some more exercise in my life, uh, is that I I had... I moved into a small town here in New Zealand, on the South Island of New Zealand, and across the street from the house where I live, 
the local kids, the, the local school, had raised funds, like, you know, $20,000 or something, to build a skate park. Because there's really nothing to do in this town. Like, if you're a kid especially, uh, there's just nowhere to go. There's not like a youth center or, or a game store or even a shopping mall, you know? Like, there's just nothing. So, they raised money for a skateboard, uh, a skate park right across the street from my house. And that's, it seems like such a, such a, an unusual bonus, you know? You, you move into a place and you essentially get a free skate park in your front yard or across the street from your front yard. So, I didn't want to squander that. I just thought, well, you don't get that every day. And if you, even if you were looking for it, you know, it'd be, it'd be tough to find that. So just got it for free. So I figured, okay, once the skate park is built, I'm going to buy a skateboard and I'm going to take it on. I'm going to try to figure out how to skate. So skate park was built in, gosh, it only seems like it, it must have taken like maybe, I mean, honestly, it seems like it was like two weeks. It was probably a little bit more. But um, it, it didn't take long at all. And so I thought, okay, now's the time. So I went online, did some research. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't have been able to do this without internet, honestly. Like, I'm not the kind of person, unfortunately, who will seek out real live people and ask for advice, necessarily. Unless it kind of falls into my lap. So I... Uh, I went online, did some research, learned that the ideal width of the deck, which if you're not a skater like I am, you might not know, the deck is the uh, is the board. That's the part you stand on. They call it the deck. Below the deck, there are trucks, which are kind of like the the axles, the the part that the wheels attach to. And then there are the wheels. You can buy all of these parts separately, which is good because if you break, you know, your deck, but your trucks and wheels are still good, you can just transfer them to a new deck. But um, I just figured since I didn't really have a preference of brand or or style or anything, that it seemed. Uh, reasonable to just get um, a pre-built board and anyway I went to the clearance section of Empire Skate uh, in Wellington and ordered a pre-built pre-assembled uh, skateboard with the um, I don't remember the brand I think it's blind anyway it says blind on the bottom of the board which because I have really bad eyesight I thought was strangely appropriate, but it was on clearance, so I got it really cheap. It was like a hundred bucks, which of course I say really cheap. That's not necessarily really cheap, but um, it, it's it's affordable right now for me, so I figured it was worth it. It took me a while to commit um, because I thought, well, hundred bucks for a thing that I might never use does seem a little bit excessive. But I thought, well, you know what? 
you got to get it to try it. So I might as well buy it. And if I hate it or I realize that this was all a, a, a dream, uh, an impossible dream, I could just give it away to some neighborhood kid. Just be like, here, it looks like you need a skateboard. Here's a skateboard. Like, there are worse things, you know, like, not a big deal, right? 100 bucks. If someone else benefits from it, even better. So, buy a skateboard. Get the skateboard. Start practicing in the safety of my own home. I just kind of practiced standing on the deck. You know, like, getting onto the skateboard, literally. And just kind of, like, discovering whether or not I could even balance on it. And that didn't take too long. I was actually better at that than I kind of thought. I mean, on one hand, I kind of thought I might be. Because, like, when I ride buses and subways, I very frequently make a conscious effort to not hold onto the rails or the, the handholds. Because I just like the idea um, that, that it's good, like, balance practice. Not for any reason. I just feel like that might be a fun thing to, to work out. So I've done that for years, I guess. But, I mean, I understand that that's different than being on a skateboard, so I wasn't sure, but it went well. Um, those couple of initial lessons were good. They were fine. I, I balanced all right. wasn't perfect, um, but pretty good. I tried a couple of things. I tried hopping onto the board from the ground, like just both feet on, which is not the normal way to, to mount a skateboard, I don't think, but I just figured that might be good for practice to just sort of go from no balance to complete balance and then I heard about online again heard about um, an exercise where you stand on the board with just on your one one foot and just try to stay there for like a minute which is a lot harder than you'd think especially once you once you establish okay yes I can balance on the skateboard so just standing on one leg balancing shouldn't be any different really you wouldn't think but no, it's different. So I did that. I don't even think I ever got up to a minute, which is probably something I need to continue working on. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. I, I was actually a little bit encouraged by my initial very hesitant tests. So then I decided to go to the skate park. And um, so one morning when all the kids were in school, not that the skateboard park, not that the skate park is on school property or anything. I just figured it would be a lot easier for me to fumble around without a bunch of people zooming around me on bicycles and scooters. So, went out there to the skate park um, one morning and gave it a go. Um, and my initial trials were actually, again, kind of better than expected. I, um, I found a flat spot and I just started... Um, started pushing myself around on the board so essentially get onto the board with one foot and then just almost walk in a in a line just kind of don't don't skate per se just just walk from one end to the other except one foot happens to be rolling along on a skateboard that was about as easy as you might expect uh, it was about as easy as I expected anyway you know it, it kind of gave you the sense that balance is different here, but it wasn't so hard that you were like, 
you know, I didn't feel like I was in danger of falling off the board or anything like that. So, did that a couple of times, and I, I try to do, I've been trying to do the different steps for, like, longer than I think I ought to, or, or rather, longer than I feel necessary. So, when I got onto the board and could push myself around, I did that more, I did that longer than I kind of felt like I needed to. I just kept doing it to try to get comfortable with that sensation. But I got rather impatient with that because it is pretty boring and kind of not cool. So I um, then started uh, learning how to skate properly, like actually propel myself forward, put both feet on the board, and kind of ride uh, from one end of the flat surface to the other. And when I say like one end to the other, I mean it's really probably only about, I don't know, six meters. 24 feet, whatever. Um, it's not very long. So, uh, and that's just the smoothest surface that I kind of have available to me. Although, as I'm walking right now, I'm realizing that this, this sidewalk is actually quite, quite flat. There's a lot of rocks on it. I don't know if that makes a difference. But anyway, um, so I was at the skate park doing that, and once again, I, I have to say it went a little bit better than I'd expected. Uh, I was able to propel myself get my f- both feet onto the board and ride it and I had a little trouble at first sort of repositioning my front foot. I guess the rule of thumb is that you you kind of lead on the skateboard. The the one that's kind of in the front is the foot that you it's it's your dominant foot, right? It's it's the one that you if you're taking a um a precarious step, you know, over something slippery or 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 you're climbing up the side of a, a hill, that's the, the foot that you're going to place to kind of get your bearing and bear your weight and pull you up or whatever. So that's, for me, that's my right foot. Uh, so the right foot, it starts pointing in the same direction as the board, and then once you start propelling yourself, you're supposed to kind of scooch your foot around, like turn it 90 degrees such that it is now um, sort of, it's on the board um, from from edge to edge, from short edge to short edge. The deck that I got is, I think, 8.25 inches, which, from what I understand, is supposed to be easier to kind of balance on because, you know, there's more surface area there. Uh, my shoe size is uh, anywhere from, like, 8 to 9 U.S. shoe size. So 8.25 inches, I actually don't know how that translates to shoe size now that I think about it. I, I kind of equated um, 8.25 inches to shoe size like 8.59, whatever, and kind of equated those two things. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not sure that that's even, that might not even be the case at all. So um, anyway, I was able to to work on getting my foot kind of turned as I was rolling. It was a little bit tricky because you have to kind of coordinate. Okay, well, I've, you, you've pushed with your left foot, so now you're gliding. And so you take your left foot and put it onto the board, and so now your feet are kind of in a T position in, in relation to one another. And so you have to, as you're gliding, lift your right foot a little bit and turn it 90 degrees. And then if you want to push again, of course, you have to do the opposite. Use the foot goes back 
pointing in the direction that you want to go and you're pushing off again. So it, it is a bit tricky. Um, and a lot of times, especially on a flat surface, I found, I, I found that it was a lot easier to just not reposition, which I, I know is not good because realistically, I, I don't think that would be very, you know, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't last for a long time. You, you want to, you want to be able to, um, to turn that foot in the correct direction. So I did practice that quite a, quite a lot. Uh, and by quite a lot, I mean over the course of several days. I didn't graduate from that step for quite a few days. Well, I tried though. So when I, um, when I tried to sort of go to the next level for myself, um, I thought, well, what, what, what else can I do? And the obvious thing was to try to um, skate down a little tiny ramp, just a little one, like really, really gradual little incline. I wasn't trying for anything fancy. I just thought that it might be nice to be able to, I don't know, skate somewhere other than that flat, that one little flat surface that they have, you know, for beginners uh, at the skate park. I just thought, well, it'd be kind of nice to be able to, to, you know, roam around a little bit. So pretty early on, well, early on, uh, after a, a day or two of just practicing back and forth, I decided to attempt an incline, a ramp, and um, did not go well. I just had to stop in a store for a moment, so I, I cut the, the recording. Um, I, I said it wouldn't be edited. I didn't mean it wouldn't be edited in the in the device upon which I'm recording it. Um, so decided to go down a ramp, and um, so I always knew, I, I figured that there was an expectation of falling off of the skateboard. Um, that wasn't something that I had any illusions about. I knew that that would happen. I don't think I realized uh, how difficult it was to fall correctly. That's that's a really underrated skill, I guess, um, or, or something that you don't think to look for, maybe, when you're doing your searches online of how to skateboard. You don't think to search the part where it says how to fall off of a skateboard. Um, and, and even then, I think, I imagine that probably one of the the things that that would be geared toward are people who are doing a little bit more than just trying to uh, skate in a straight line. Um, so, yeah, I, I learned um, after a couple of days of skating in, in straight lines that um, the littlest, tiniest incline, I guess, if you're just not used to it, can be a really, really difficult task. And so the first couple of times I fell, um, I, well, I stumbled, I should say, off of the skateboard. And, you know, concrete of a, the concrete of a skate park is a lot harder than, I guess, you might think. Or maybe you would think that. But anyway, it's really difficult. And falling is, is oddly jarring. It, it was really surprising to me that sort of stumbling off of a rolling board could be quite that jarring. I mean, I've been to, like, ice... I've, I've been ice skating maybe once. I've been skiing once. And I know that I've fallen in both of those occasions. And and it just... It didn't quite feel the way that this felt. This, this even though I was just sort of, like, stumbling off of 
you know, the board that's like maybe, what, two inches off the ground. It just felt like such a, such a shock to the system. It was really, really surprising. It, it honestly, it actually felt like uh, f- crashing into a, a brick wall on a bicycle. I don't know if you've ever done that. Um, I haven't, but I've crashed into a car on a bicycle, uh, a car that pulled out in front of me, and I couldn't stop in time, so I collided with the side of a delivery van. And, you know, it's just that sensation of being in, having momentum against something that is not going to budge in any way. It's quite, it's quite the sensation, and it kind of just rings through your whole body. And that's what, what the skateboard felt like. Like, just just stumbling off of it. Um, you know, not, not, not like falling, just not staying on, to, on, on the board. It was surprisingly uh, difficult. So, that taught me, I guess, I guess early-ish, that I needed to work on falling. And that's, it's difficult to work on falling. Because... In order to work on falling, you have to, I guess, fall. Because, I mean, you you can kind of, I guess, you could try to simulate it. But I don't know that it's quite the same thing. So, that was was tough. And frankly, after my first stumble, I was surprisingly reticent to do that again. Because it didn't feel great. And... I just couldn't seem to bring myself to try to um, repeat that experience. But I knew that I had to repeat that experience. Because I, um, I had to learn how to do it. I had to learn how to stumble off of a moving board. Um, so I kind of... I don't know. I tried a couple of things that didn't really work. Like I thought, well... If I can't, I can't bring myself to to repeat the action that caused me to fall. Then maybe I can learn to like I get I can start low and then build my way up. So I literally like basically crouched on the board and tr- rolled down the little ramp, fell off, and that was even worse. Like that was. You don't have mobility if you're just in a fetal position on a skateboard. That's not a good idea. So I I fell off in that position once. And I really didn't want to do that again. So I don't remember exactly like what I had to do to sort of get over it. But, well, yeah, I guess I did. I guess I do. So... Eventually I thought, okay, so I need to go down this ramp. Like, this is, this is now, this is, this is the battle now. This is it. This is the thing that I have to get over in order to proceed, really. Which, I mean, to be fair, it's probably not. Like, there's probably other things I could have done. But I just felt like the ramp was sort of the thing that, you know, it was now personal. So I decided to tackle that. 
So I laid off for a couple of days and so did some research. Again, don't know how anybody did this. Well, no. I know how some people did this. They just asked their friends. I don't know how introverts did this before the internet. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Um, did some research. Took me a, took a while to find advice on something super, super basic. Like, I feel like I'm probably in... This is sort of the minority here in terms of, like, having trouble with this. Because I just can't find all that much about going down a basic ramp. Like, that's really not... It doesn't seem to be a popular tutorial out there. It just... And, and even the ones that you do find preface it heavily with... Hey, everybody, know, I know that this is a really basic trick... But you have to understand, for beginners, this is really complex. And um, I'm just thinking, yes, I know. <laughs> I've noticed. I'm that beginner. You don't have to apologize to me for um, for teaching me this skill. This is something that I'm here to learn. Please explain. But yeah, everyone was very careful to like sort of ward off people who were going to comment that it was stupid and too too easy and stuff like that. I was like, look, just mark this a beginner tutorial and be done with it because this is not simple to me right now. I, I want it to be simple at some point. <laughs> I want to be the one, I want to be someone who's looking at it thinking, who doesn't know how to do that? But right now for me, definitely not there. So um, I found a tutorial online and it kind of set me straight or rather, got me out of uh, f- my my straight positioning. Because what I was doing, I, I realized, was that when I was on the skateboard, I had my feet turned in the correct position, but my shoulders were perpendicular to the board. I was turning my upper body towards where I was going. Which, I mean, honestly, is pretty natural. Like, if, you know, you've got this board your feet fit on it in a certain position but your body is still moving forward so it's i think it's kind of natural for your body to just turn in that direction and that's what i'd been doing completely unconsciously but the video pointed out very explicitly that that's not what you're supposed to do and that you have to um keep your shoulders in line with the board so, you know, you're on the board, moving north, but you're facing either west or east. You're allowed to turn your head to look north, but your body, like the, your, your, the, your body should not be twisted. It should be straight, apparently, um, facing, you know, either west or, or east or, you know, assuming that you're going north or south, I guess, it doesn't matter. But you're in line with the skateboard. And when you go down... Well, in general, you're supposed to keep your knees a little bit bent, apparently. I mean, I'm going off of what I've heard on the internet. And what has been working for me. And that's that's it. Um, but, yeah, so I tried to go down a ramp again with this new information about the correct stance. Um, and couple of tries, took a couple of tries, and interestingly, the couple of tries did not 
entail me trying and failing. It entailed me going, getting right up to the edge of the ramp, and then I start going down, and then I chicken out and, and step off the board. Um, which, by the way, was a great way to teach myself how to fall after all. Or not fall, but um, stumble off the board after all. So that was kind of nice. But it, it took me a while. It was really, really weird. It was like this battle of will, really. Because my body just didn't want to let me go down the stupid little ramp. And again, I want to emphasize, this is a really gradual incline. Like, I don't know, maybe... I don't think it was even a 45 degree incline. Maybe it is, but it's really small. You know, like if, if I lay my board against the ramp, I think my board is longer than the ramp possibly. Like it's just not a big ramp. And that's why I chose it. I thought that's not even a ramp. I'll just go down that little incline and that way I have this much space to skate on instead of that little space over there. So it was really not even about the ramp originally, and and now it was all about the ramp, and so yeah, I, I kept I would I would back up, I'd start skating towards the ramp, I'd get into position, bend the knees, spread the arms out for balance, try to dip into the ramp essentially, and then dip back out, but my body just wouldn't let it happen, and finally earlier today, uh, I managed to go down the ramp without falling off of my board. And it was a great feeling, like really, really good feeling. It was that. It was exactly the feeling that you think you want from, a, you know, from from an activity like this. Like if you if you were to ask yourself, why would I want to skateboard? That could be a possible answer. Is you might want to skateboard because after trying something several times and feeling like you're never going to get it, and then suddenly getting it, that's a real rush. And it's just so satisfying and so, so nice. And frankly, for physical activity, it's something that I very, very rarely experience. Usually my physical endeavors are, are clumsy and um, it's usually a competitive, well, it's not usually a competitive sport, but historically, you know, traditionally, it would be some kind of competitive thing where you're being coerced into playing on some team against another team of people and you can't really see what's going on and you're stumbling around and you don't know the game and everyone's running at you threatening to uh, hit you or something. It's just like, I don't know, sports, not fun, right? So skateboarding to me, um, I think part of the reason that it appeals to me is because uh, potentially it is just kind of a solo endeavor of just kind of you can be out there on... Um, a surface, maybe even inclined somewhat, and you can try to master something. You can try to try to perfect your balance, try to perfect your stance, whatever, until until you get it right. And when you get it right, it feels really, really good. So after after doing the ramp once, like I said earlier, I just kept going because I, I figured I need to do this more times than I feel necessary. I definitely wanted to quit at that point. Like, I just kind of wanted to say, okay, well, that was my day. That was the day of skateboard practice because it just felt really good to have gotten it to to beat the ramp. But I figured, got to do it again. So I did it a couple of times further. And then I got kind of ambitious. And I thought, well, you know, after that little ramp, 
if I keep riding for a little bit, there's a slightly bigger ramp. And I wonder if I could if I could go down that second ramp. And so I started trying that. And the first time I stumbled off the board a little bit. And then the second time I, I got it. I got it right. I got it. I got I got down the small ramp and then down the big ramp. And it was really exciting. It felt so, so fun. Uh, and it was just these are like really small ramps. Here's the funny thing. But I was able to stay on the board throughout two ramps consecutive two consecutive ramps uh tried to go up the ramp on the other side and that did not work out so (laughs) my next my next um my next trick will be how to go up a ramp but for now i'm just going to keep practicing going down the ramp and i think i'll just do that for the next couple of days and see see how long it takes me to sort of like really get that down really make it feel natural and hopefully that'll go well um in terms of investment i guess like i said it was 100 bucks for the board i think there was a no i think after actually orders over 100 i think got free shipping um or maybe i had to pay like five bucks i don't remember but yeah it was it wasn't bad so it was about 100 bucks for the board and i still haven't gotten anything else eventually i'm going to get like a helmet and knee pads and elbow pads because I mean, not not now, but eventually, because I do want to try, you know, something more fun than just going down ramps. But should that ever eventuate, I want to make sure that I don't crack my skull open, um, or my elbows, or my knees, for that matter. And then I still haven't gotten really good shoes either. And in the past, I've worn skating shoes just casually. Like, that was a thing that I opted for sometimes, because, you know, whatever. Um... This time I just thought, well, I don't want to spend too much money on this hobby that I'm not sure is a hobby for keeps yet. I mean, I'm still not sure how long I'll do this, but I just figure, uh, I figured today that maybe I should try. So I scrounged up some um, some shoes, some skating shoes, and tried them out. Because I'd been, previously I had been skating in my boots. Uh, I got really good steel tip boots that have no grip on them whatsoever. And I thought, well, that doesn't matter. Because after all, um, the skateboard has a bunch of grip tape on it. So why why does it even matter if my shoes are grippy? Uh, I I'm theorizing after today that maybe it matters because not possibly not coincidentally today is the day that I did the ramp and today is also the first day that I wore proper skater shoes. So maybe some skater shoes are in my future. Here in New Zealand, I think they tend to be about I don't know 120 140 bucks. So that's going to be a little bit pricey. So grand total so far, you know, after the shoes, it'll be like, I don't know, 250 bucks. So I don't know how cheap that is, unfortunately. I think it could be cheaper. But um, I'm in a place right now where I can I can afford a little bit of, of luxury like that. So I will I will probably invest in good shoes. End of the story. For today, I'm back home. So thanks uh, for listening to this episode of Hacker Public Radio. You should uh, do an episode yourself sometime. Tell us about your hobbies. Bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. 
If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you.